Back episode eighty of the Morse Code podcast, Dan Morse Soapy Preop. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what do you know? Here we are. We're one away from eighty-one. Mm. Oh, eighty is actually a legit number. Um, I'm trying to think. Chris Carter, I think, was eighty. It's, yep. it's wide receivers number. Yep. There's so many good ones that. I don't know. Brian's probably just going to call us out on for not knowing off the top of our head. <laughs> but uh, I'll be honest, I'm just too tired to look it up. I'll say I Troy think... Brown. Oh, that's a good one. I let's let's think... call that. Has so <clears throat> you know how the Patriots have like their uh, their own oh, hall? Fuck of fame? it, I'll do it now. Yeah, I do. Does that mean okay. that they retire those numbers? Because have we not seen necessarily? Then I feel like I don't. I don't know. Um, I feel like retiring numbers in the NFL isn't as like talked about as it is in other leagues. No, uh, they I might not I, be able to. Like, you have to field a team of fifty-three players. I was gonna say that, that that would. Yeah, I don't. I don't see mathematically how that could work. Plus, remember, like, um, it's not what the fuck. It's not as big of a deal now, but you used to have to um, like certain positions go by certain numbers, like. Uh, like, like I said, receivers traditionally used to be in the 80s. Now you yeah. can wear like teen numbers and I think whatever you want. Running backs and corners are typically in the 20s. Uh, running backs are in the 30s too. Yep. Quarterbacks are obviously single digits and teens. Uh, like linemen are like the 50s, 60s, 70s, and then receivers 80s, D-linemen 90s. So I really don't think you can. Oh, Jerry Rice was number 80. I thought it was 80-something. For some reason, whom? Jerry Rice. Some people call uh, him the greatest football player of all time. Certainly not me. Not on this show. Let's let's go, Chris Carter and Troy Brown. Okay, yeah. Those those two are more representative when you're looking at the the history of football. I was looking at the history of football. Yeah, <laughs> historyoffootball.com. Speaking of history of football, um, what I was alluding to when I said here we were was not what you thought I was alluding to. I was alluding to Tom Brady being once again back in the Super Bowl. Contrary oh. to a lot of haters' beliefs. Yes. The haters of which there are many. So many. All of a sudden. <laughs> I was thinking about going back in our episodes and seeing kind of where we fell on this thing. I think we were about um, like how we feel today. Like I was, I definitely wasn't rooting against the Bucks or against Brady. And I was no, still I'd- pulling for the Patriots. But when the Patriots stink, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm confident in saying we were pretty consistent without even needing to check. We were never against him. Mm-hmm. And at points, we may have been, like, neutral. But I want to say the whole time, we were definitely leaning towards him. And then yeah. it was just like, why not? <laughs> well, team, I remember the other conference that we're never going to – that we don't play unless we, like, see them in the Super Bowl. Well, we definitely weren't going to play him this year. No. <laughs> not a chance. I didn't think that was a possibility at all at some point um up until like week six i knew that wasn't a possibility but no i was i actually bought a tom brady shirt not a jersey i didn't i didn't go full jersey i got like a tom brady buccaneer shirt but it was Mm. too small for me so i gave it to ari um but that's the receipt i have it i can show it to anyone who doesn't believe me but i also bought a cam newton one in the appropriate size and i don't think i wore it once but what are you gonna do um Anyway, you can, if you're interested in this conversation, you can probably go on any local sports radio, ESPN Fox, and hear him talk all about it. I, I don't think we need to get into it that much. Sup, Felger? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm actually excited about tonight because we, we've been talking a while. We kind of need tonight, maybe even the next episode, to pretty much treat today's episode is just kind of like a backlog of events and like topics we wanted to talk about. Um, but really haven't had a chance to, I mean, we only mm. record twice a week. There's plenty happening in, in the NFL and in the NBA and, and stuff like that. Um, and, um, what was I going to say, Oh, that's the other thing people keep talking to me about. It's like, well, 
you guys aren't really talking much Celtics and basketball lately. It's like, well, it's the NFL playoffs and it's like game nine of the NBA season. Yeah. What, what do you want to know? They aren't very good when Tatum's out. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. I really don't know what else to deep dive into. I have a confession. Go ahead. I'm not 100% interested in the NBA season. I hate saying that. It's different, isn't it? It is noticeably different. It's just, I, guess. I feel like I'm pretending. Like no, I mean I'm I'm. What what do you mean? I think, like not in ter- not in terms of like if the if the Celtics won the title, would I think any less of it? Not like that. I just mm-hmm. think with how many like games players miss and all the changes that they need to make. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. take it as yeah. seriously. Yeah, it it just feels like I'm I'm like being naive or like denying denying like what's really going on which is this mm-hmm. this season is being like fucking piecemeal together and it just it is I what guess. it is i don't know i feel like it's not i mean are you talking about due to like covid reasons yeah outside of like the wizards missed a few games and the grizzlies haven't played in like two months so that's that i think everyone's been everything's been pretty normal well i think for me i i know there's more of a personal thing but not Please. having the fans really kills it for me it stinks. <laughs> I just it really it doesn't really hit me until you watch like an old highlight or something like with fans and just like yeah. a regular season game at like sixty percent capacity. I would take that in a heartbeat. How yeah. do you feel about the games this weekend in the NFL with with limited fans? I think it looks so much better. Makes a difference. Selfishly, I yeah, I know that it's difference. irresponsible socially, but I don't know. But I mean, I guess, but it's like you have to. Uh, it's like you have to like wear a mask when you go there. I'm pretty sure they do screens. Yeah, I think I don't know what the fuck they do. I know and Dan Bolier not- is gonna gonna assume I wear a red hat for saying this, but mm-hmm. I I am slowly getting to the point where I'm like, I feel like we just need to rip the bandaid off and I don't know, not go back to normal. Maybe. But I'm just like, it sucks to see it this way. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Um, I'm not a fan. <laughs> take. But it is what it is. We'll see. But to your point, yeah, the NBA is is different this year. I mean, I'm I'm still following it. It's still basketball. We still talk about it a lot. But it's yeah. different. It's noticeably different. It's noticeably different. Um, but that's that. So anyway, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, I don't want to get too off track. Let's see what we can get through today. So again, this is more just a miscellaneous episode. If you've been a loyal follower, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, if you came here to hear about our opinion on Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick, I, 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 I think you can go somewhere else and probably get the same discussion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably literally go anywhere else and probably get. The you same could go to our Twitter feeds and figure out what we think about that. Certainly. So where do we start? Like I said, we have a pretty interesting backlog here. Um, I know where to start. I'll, I'll pass it off to you. Where do we go with this thing? <laughs> uh, well, I think the perfect place to start is where we started this show. Uh, back in April of last okay. year, which was fresh off of concerts for me, anyways. Sure was. You sure were not was. a recent. What you stopped going to concerts in like January, right? Of last I mean, year. I guess that's the last time I could have gone to a concert. I haven't been to a concert in a long time. Seriously. Oh, I think I must have been thinking of my other co-host on my other show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, because. <laughs> What I'm saying is, this is a topic that just came up between you and I in a text message thread, which I don't even know how this really started, but we were just thinking of like um, songs that white people love to sing out in public. Oh, yeah. And I'm speaking as one. I am a white for our audio listeners who have never seen us. I'm speaking as a companion of many, Mm -hmm. uh, a peer of many. Me too, but yeah. Yeah, um, when I was thinking, like when we brought this up, I was thinking in my head bars. Me too. I, I removed weddings because I think weddings, like mm. pretty much regardless of whose wedding you go to, it's like the same two or three playlists. It's incredible. Every wedding I've been to is pretty similar as far as like a cadence and like an outline of what I'm going to expect. And it usually happens <laughs> just like like that. Like there's like a you, script. To even weddings. outside of music, like the food whether like you serve yeah. prime rib or the next guy serves prime rib at his probably yeah. gonna taste the exact same cake. Yep. Um, yeah. 
all the wedding party comes out at the same time or not at the same time, but like, I know, know what you mean. There, there's definitely like a playbook to yeah. a wedding. Um, and they run it, they run it pretty consistently, myself <laughs> included. I'm a white guy who's gotten married and my wedding was pretty typical white guy wedding. It was a good wedding. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, songs that white people love to sing in public. I think it's just such a, like, especially being where we're from, we like mm -hmm. back when times were normal, mm -hmm. like we see this quite a bit. Um, oh, I love it. And I, I'm very much a part of it. Oh yeah. Like, I guarantee everything you mentioned and I mentioned, I'm very much part of it. Have been a part of it. Would hope to be a part of it again sometime soon. So, uh, I don't know for me, like some of these songs maybe, but some of them, they've just turned me off. So uh, I guess I'll well, go you first. Are not a, you are not a white person. So I this think that's true. understandable. <laughs> I'm guilty as charged. I'm a white Caucasian male. What do you want to do? Do you want to go? Let's go back and forth. I have one that jumped out to me first. And go maybe ahead. you mentioned this to me first, but it's not like the typical one you think of. I think if I'm putting it like a Mount Rushmore, um, I think Juicy by B.I.G. has to be up there. Oh, I think we've it's, talked about that before. Oh, it's it's easily the it's the goat of white people's songs. Has to be. And one of the best parts is it's always a mystery on how people are going to fill in that chorus. If you know what I mean. You don't know. Now, you know, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Some now people you know. just leave it blank. Fella. Some people. That's another hot one. I typically play it safe and just leave it blank. You know, I, you know, it's coming. You don't need, you don't need me to let you know, but that's a good one. That's up there. That will take any bar by storm around 10 45 PM on a Saturday night. Typical Imagine the DJ goes at to a the bar. jukebox. That's, that's a slap right there. Always. Imagine everyone the DJ gets at a bar, like a club or I guess the bar. And they've yep. got a list of here are the synonyms that you can use that we will use in place. Uh, so you guys got to appreciate that. This song is coming on at 1030 by 1025. You need to have like agreed to which have a plan to fill in. Sure. Fella. Pal. <laughs> Homie. Chief. Yep. Um, yeah, that's Buddy. a big one. That's a big <laughs> one. And I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, um, it is always a little more uncomfortable if it is more of a diverse crowd. When that's the case, I usually just keep, I just mind my own business. I enjoy yeah. the song. I enjoy my conversation. And that's about it. You might hear me humming it, but you're not going to mm -hmm. see my lips moving. I actually hate that song in all honesty. I really don't <laughs> like it at all. I well, think it's so overplayed. Yeah, exactly. It's incredibly overplayed. I don't like it. Um, good beat, good chorus. I just, I don't like it. I, I don't also, like it because I, I. it's like a lot of people are like, wow, this is a sick rap song. And it's yeah. like, uh, I couldn't agree less. <laughs> you know that that's the go-to song when someone wants to be like, oh, I love Biggie. Instead of like, big, I'm not a pop guy. guy. Uh, I'm a big Biggie nah. guy. And, and then they just go to like one? Juicy. Yeah. Yo, pass me the ox. Have you heard <laughs> this one? <laughs> I also think that's probably the first song that a lot of people hear by Biggie when they go to look him up. So it's like, yeah yeah i mean this is the fucking classic like yeah you heard this one i'm a bigger i'm a are you a hypnotized guy yeah i liked it all way better right yeah way better song all right um what do you got um the biggest one that i had let me see here i think i have a guess i had quite a few and i tried to like look at a, a couple different genres but okay um, rattle off a few i'll give you my feedback as a white guy who's been out in public before this is specific to the area uh mm. sweet caroline at red sox games at red but so also at thing. bars at bars oh, yeah. you oh, hear yeah. that a lot too i think or at I least when you do plays a lot into it say that mm. again i don't think that's I, I think geography does play a big factor i don't yeah. know if that's as big of a thing in like like south dakota or like wyoming or something because <laughs> i i don't really know that i think i heard that song for the first time via the red Sox. yeah well i'm trying to think actually because i don't i didn't i knew the song but i didn't know it was like a sing-along type of thing yeah fucking red and Sox i hate that to song. make it that i hate that song and i hate everything that comes along with it but i would kill to be able to go to fenway and just sing that song right now going back oh, to yeah. the beginning of our conversation 
I'd literally kill. I actually want to do that after we finish recording. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, shout out to our friend on Twitter at ShawneeSean0219, who's out in California. Mm. So just in case you're unaware, they play Red Sox games during the seventh inning stretch, I think, is when they play Sweet Caroline. Yeah, I believe so. And the crowd goes fucking nuts every time. Like they've love never it. heard it before. They love it. It's unbelievable. It's part of ticket pricing. I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, every every bomb bomb in the bomb 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 gets you like a few dollars off. Um, I also had "Dirt Off Your Shoulders," another rap song. That's a good Flash one. Ninety nine problems. I, I'd lean that way. I think. Uh, I I would venture more people know the lyrics to ninety nine problems. Again, this isn't like a hundred percent, but more more people know more lyrics to ninety nine problems than than dirt off your shoulder, I would say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um you agree? Yeah. I, I don't know how often those are both played out in public. Well, I'm trying to think. If we keep it in the genre of like rap and hip hop, that's a good place to start. I think Juicy's probably the goat. Jay's up there. Thinking back to college, uh Soldier Boy was a big one. Oh, yeah. Soon as like the first sound wave of that came you. on, it, it, yep, it was clear it out, <laughs> clear it out, and let a bunch of kids make a fool out of themselves. Probably myself included. It's going down just because um, it's such a Great simple song. chorus. Great you don't song. even have to know the words in between. It's going down. Nobody does. <laughs> just know at some point it's going down. Yeah. Great song. So far of everything you've named, that's probably my actual favorite song out of all except the jay-z ones that's probably my favorite song out of all these um dirt off your shoulder is a hit oh that was like deep was that that wasn't kanye right was that rick rubin maybe it was yeah i think it's rick rubin that was a deep in his bag type of beat Mm -hmm. that was something that was something 45 (laughs) yeah that's a good one i've never really gotten into that one i i I know every word to that song And I, I've never, I've never purposely like pressed play to listen to that. No, nor do I think anyone does. You know what I mean? I don't think <laughs> anyone we all just, fucking know it because it's somebody plays it in a group setting, but I don't think anyone's just like individually played that on their iPod, doing like housework or going to the gym or walking around. I'm just gonna keep shouting out either friends or listeners of the show. I bet Chris Nagel is a big Cult 45 guy. So I, I know he's a. Uh, yeah. He's a big cult guy, but he also <laughs> likes cult 45 on that same note. If we go, this might be more karaoke. I would put juicy on Mount Rushmore and Mr. Brightside by the killers is on Mount Rushmore. Too. Oh, yes. big time. that's like a go-to and I love it. I love it, but uh, that's a big one. Not that's one song. That. I definitely do not know the words to at all. Oh, I do. It's phenomenal. It is a great song, but it's just kicked up a notch when you're in a group setting with a bunch of white people. I got another similar karaoke one. That's a good one. Okay. All the small things. Oh, yeah. But that's just a great. I, I don't think you would like. I, I understand you don't like that song, but I, I do like that song. Actually, no. that, Blink-182 is one of my favorite bands of all time. That's probably my least favorite Blink-182 song. Just because, like Juicy, they just get so overplayed. Yeah. And they're just taken out of like, I can't like just listen to it casually anymore. <laughs> Actually. Not a fan. Full circle. Chris Nagel mm. shouting you out again because he is mm. a huge all the small things karaoke guy. Yeah, that's a good I choice. Feel like, I feel like out of all my friends, he loves karaoke the most, and that's mm. usually the go-to song. Yeah, and he does a pretty good job. So I can't. That's hate on it. oh no. Um, so you said weddings don't count, right? So we, you're not we counting can do things, so not like shout. Like that's obviously a big one. That's oh, one God. of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. Um, what's another big wedding song? What's your favorite wedding song? Dance floor wedding. There's a couple uh, that stick out to me because like I said, you know, the song's coming at every wedding. Yeah. A handful of songs. Uh, Whitney Houston is probably up there. Yep. Um, typically a good wedding will throw out like an sync or a Backstreet Boys at some point. That's always yep. a good time. Poison is played at a lot of <laughs> weddings. Leahy loves that song. I hate it. Shout out Brian Leahy. Oh, um, another song in a similar vein. Tricky. Mm-hmm. By run, uh, is yeah, that run DMC? It is. It is. I've I haven't really heard that one out in public too much. Like when everyone gets going. I was thinking wedding. So if we're mm. 
I, I, I feel heard like I've heard that wedding. at a wedding. Maybe. Uh, maybe um, it was at a divorce hearing, actually. Old Town Road. That was a big <laughs> one for a while. <laughs> Just anywhere. Oh, come on, Eileen. Oh, that's a good one, though. It's good I song. like Come on, Eileen. I love that that's song. Good song. Uh, shout out to all the Eileen's out there. Yeah. Um, there's another one I just had. I can't think of it now. They'll come to me. There's a plenty. I mean, if you're listening, you can think of more. No matter what your background is, skin color, gender, whatever. There's just songs that are good to sing out in public. And people like them. Uh, what's that song? Oh, September. That's a wedding. Big wedding song. Yeah, big wedding song. Not a huge fan. Not a huge fan, but I get it. I mean, the DJ can only do so much. I wrote at least you know, like it's almost like I'd say honest to God, like ten songs that you have to play. And then the rest is just you probably only choose five or six like actual songs that you're choosing to play. Yeah. So like identify yourself as a DJ. Everything else is just copy and paste. <laughs> that <laughs> is so weird. Shawnee O. I love it. Looking at you. Um I did also have this is a generic one, but Queen just in general. There's a lot of Queen songs. Oh, that are good one! Super overplayed, and I like a lot of their songs. Sure, yeah, 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 definitely big sing along. Um, P- uh, Push it by Salt and Pepper. That's another big group song. Oh yes, yep. Always, that's a good karaoke song. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, this is such a white person song. Um, the song from White Chicks. Uh, a, th- uh, a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. I think that's oh, what it's called. Yeah, great song, um, but really gets gets the crowd going. How did I miss this one? Oasis, Wonderwall. Got an even better one for you. Fill in the blanks in Paris. Jay Z and Kanye West. <laughs> that might be on Mount Rushmore. Similar, yeah. obviously, to the Biggie conundrum. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about earlier for white people, myself included, all over the world. That's that's probably my favorite. Like you're with new people, new app, new bar, new whatever, figuring out what to what to fill in there. Yeah. Again, hey, this, I, this I is a nice safe. I just take it off. I just take the lyric off. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, say that's just me. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. I just Frenchman I in Paris. Sure. <laughs> um, that's all I got off the top of my head. I didn't prepare for it too much, but. With all this being said, it's like I do miss those times. I would give anything to sing any of those songs I hate out in public with my <laughs> friends. I got one last one. Go ahead. Um, Alanis Morissette, Ironic. Great song. Great song. People will I sing the shit out of that, that song the next time that they're allowed to. Yeah, I don't think I know the lyrics, um, but I can get close enough to like sing along out in public. I know the beat for sure, but I don't know the lyrics either. I know enough. I know. I I know close enough to get by. Cause like yeah. if you're singing out in public, no one can really identify you compared to anyone else. So as long mm. as you know enough to mouth it and like you know not stand out, you can get away with having a good time. Yeah. And you know what I mean. I do that often too. Like I, I kind of pretend to sing, but I don't really. A because you know I don't have a great voice, but B if I don't know the words, you know what I mean. You just kind of have to make it work. I have a prediction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. <laughs> When we're when this uh, episode uploads, I think we're gonna hear it from Brian, big time about songs. When do we not? (laughs) Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna be very interested in the segment. Mm, If I know Brian like I do, yeah, then you don't. Yeah, maybe. Um. All right. So cool. So we can finally cross that one off the agenda. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go here next. This is a really good agenda. I'm going to go here next. Let's talk about, this was a really interesting, I think you had to do this. And I get a lot of DMs from people wanting to hear our opinion on this. Um, and that's the best types of chicken. Or in other words, I think it's how, how best to consume chicken. Yeah. I'd say it's definitely up there on the Mount Rushmore of meat. You being a return meat eater recently, right? You took a little time off. I, I'm retired. Yep. You stepped away. I am a light. little rusty, but okay. The team is starting to gel. All right. I got the facts from Soapy, like Michael in '95. I'm back. <laughs> team meat. 
when I let's start here when you when someone says like chicken like hey do you want to like get some chicken or do you want chicken tonight like what is your go-to like how do you picture chicken in your head um if it's at home and like 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 you mean the other person like is chicken offering for to dinner. cook it right as like opposed your, to your order. mom says we're having chicken tonight okay um I picture either uh like a baked chicken breast mm-hmm. or or sometimes like fried uh, like drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like if I'm thinking like chicken at home for dinner, I picture like a nice like rotisserie chicken, mm. which I'm a big fan of. Like a spinning oh, big time. Do you like Bo- <laughs> do you like Boston Market? Have you read Boston Market? Yeah, I've had it. Uh, it's not I don't bad. know how the fuck that place is in in business. Oh. I'm not sure if it is. Is it still? I've seen one in a long time. So there's one here in Manchester. And yeah, I don't get it. Like, oh, nice. They just serve Thanksgiving every day. Yeah, some people might like that. Um, <laughs> Not Kyrie. I will say those 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 commercials were were fought. Like those were some good looking like rotisserie chickens just spinning like ready to go. They made They're everything in their commercials. Quite there. Oh, Most companies do. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was good. <laughs> What, like if you had to narrow it, like top three, top three or four ways to consume chicken, how would you rank them? Um, I would go chicken parm is up there because mm-hmm. that's kind sure of a treat. Is. Like, cause that's not just, we're going to have chicken tonight. That's, I'm going to fry up a chicken patty. Oh, and that's also way different. Sauce yeah. and pasta. What, oh, wait, what, like, what were you thinking? Like just chicken by itself? How no, 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 no. That's fine. I'm just saying, and I agree with you. I'm just saying if someone tells me, hey, we're having chicken tonight. Yeah. I don't anticipate chicken parm. Like if we're having chicken parm, that's like a separate announcement. Like, hey, we're having chicken parm tonight. <laughs> this is the meal. Like gotcha. I need to be ready for that. It, it'd be a pleasant surprise. I'm a big chicken parm fan, but yeah. that's almost in, a, almost in a league of its own. A good chicken parm, beautifully like golden fried chicken, Yep. Nice, like melted cheese, but not like hot to the point where it's like bubbling and will right. like, burn your face off. A nice coating. I don't like too much sauce on it. No, because the either. more sauce and cheese you have, it just wets it down. So I need a nice, like, I need to be able to see the, all the chicken. I can't have it like smothered in, in sauce and cheese, but. Same. Do you like, anyway, um, that's just me. Do you, I don't know. Do you like it covered in chocolate milk or do you cut up the chicken and then dip it in like a separate glass of chocolate milk? I don't. If 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 chocolate milk gets involved, I prefer it on the side. Typically it's my beverage. But that's a tough meal. That's a tough down. Chicken parm with milk. Full <laughs> <Cold> milk. <laughs> Real quick, since it is in the same family, since it's dairy. Oh no, never mind. It's not. Whatever. Do you like it's strawberry same. milk? Mm, not a fan really nah just regular chocolate i'm really feeling froggy i might like coffee milk i thought was good back in the day i'm picturing like cartons of milk at school so i'd usually just go milk maybe chocolate milk strawberry milk milk um (laughs) someone imagine someone having a glass of fireball with dinner (laughs) (laughs) a fireball on the rocks (laughs) fireball neat no, nah, I definitely wouldn't volunteer to do that. No, nah, strawberry milk is yucky. Coffee milk was okay. Um, Who makes yeah. that? I used to have it as an option sometimes in school. Wait, at UNH? No, like elementary school, like school lunch. They let you drink coffee? It, it wasn't like caffeine. Like it was like oh, okay. ca- coffee flavored milk. I, th- I, I could very well be making this up. I don't know if anyone's still listening. Um, <laughs> but if you are, yeah, I, I think that was an option. The, um, the big three were certainly an option. Regular uh, chocolate and strawberry. Um, I would very rarely opt for strawberry. It's just very disappointing. It looks like it's going to be the best one. It just tastes like watered down. It, it tasted like someone took a dish of strawberry ice cream and rang it, ran it through the water for like three seconds. And then I drank it. I don't see a problem. <laughs> That's probably why you like it. Uh, yeah, chicken parm is is one. I also said chicken wings. I do love fucking wings. I, I love eating wings. Sorry. Bone in or boneless? I like bone oh, in. That's a, that's a great segue. That's a 
ridiculous answer, but that is a good segue. I've been wondering this for a while. Well, oh, fine. You do. Do you eat regular wings? Like bone in wings sometimes? Okay. Yeah. No, bone in. Like regular wings. Oh, yeah, wings. yeah, yeah. Okay. I never even knew this was a, a thought, but I remember I was ordering wings online recently, eh, like a year ago. And this was, I thought this was really cool, but it gave me the option. Do you want drumsticks only or, and it said flats only. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So I just assumed it was the other choice, you know, yeah. that wasn't drumstick and a couple things. A, I never knew that was what they were called. And B, I never knew there were people on earth who would prefer that over drumsticks for some reason. Leahy <laughs> would love this if you prefer the other way around. I definitely prefer the flats over the drumsticks. That's I'll never understand that. <laughs> really? That is one of the more absurd things I've, I ever, like I said, I didn't even know. I assume people order their wings. You get half and half. And it's like, all right, these are like the whatever. I have to eat them because that's how wings are served. Yeah. But when I realized there's an option to get just drumsticks and it was only like 50 cents more, I honestly would have paid like 15 bucks to get just drumsticks <laughs> if I could. It, but then it made me think, like, are there people who actually prefer all flats? And Twitter, the internet, everywhere came came at me and said, yeah, flat, flats are the superior choice. I can't imagine a, an argument why that's a better choice. The skin is better. I, I just feel like you get so much. I, I'm sure someone's going to find an article that says you actually get, you know, 3% more meat on flats than drumsticks, but it's just so much easier to eat. You can just literally bite into a big chunk of chicken on the drumstick. Correct. Yeah, that's fair. The flats. Um, you have to like, you have to like eat it like an animal. You have to like nibble like around the edges mm-hmm. and then maybe you do that thing when you like push it through or break the, you know, split the sticks. That's a good move too. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was, I just thought that was absurd. I'm never understood Stan, those people on the other side. Hmm. Do you like your it's chicken okay. hot or cold in any form? I prefer it first hot, but I'll eat it cold. Like I don't heat up leftovers. I'll I love like leftover cold wings. I'll eat those. But obviously I'm not gonna order those. I'm not gonna order those. <laughs> I don't think they make them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually yeah. think that's a wild take, and I think people will agree with me. What you prefer them cold? No, that you prefer them cold. I didn't say that. I said I'll I'll eat them cold. Well, I think that anyone who has leftover wings would warm them would up. Would heat them up? Nah, not worth the time. I, here's a hot take mm. on cold food. Mm-hmm. I think cold uh, leftover spaghetti or pasta is good. Uh, don't hate that. I've always said this. I think room temperature pizza is phenomenal. It's honestly my mm. favorite. I think we've talked about this before. I don't. I hate cold pizza, like fridge pizza the next morning. I can't eat that. Uh, that's interesting there's also nothing worse than like a piping hot pizza like that's so unappetizing yeah i like it i like it like room temperature like there's not i'll put it this way my favorite pizza is like pizza at a party that's been out for like half an hour yeah that's like that's like my primo pizza i'll let everyone else go first do your thing let it sit it's like a nice bottle of wine you gotta let it breathe a little bit different strokes pizza parties Like pizza parties in school, I would sit back, I would chill, I would let the animals have at it, burn the roof of their mouth, and I would just come in and take the leftovers. I've also never understood. I'm glad we have time to go over this stuff. Did you grow up with people who like just wouldn't eat the crust of their pizza? Yeah. You think that's crazy, right? I do. I think it's absurd. It's an absolute waste of, it's, it's literally a waste of food. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, Same thing with the, the, the crust on like a sandwich bread. Sure. Yep. Of course. I mean, if you're over the age of five, you should eat the crust on bread. Mm-hmm. I think that should be, I, I would hope Joe Biden puts that into formal effect ASAP as possible. I, I hope you're sitting down for this part. I am. The crust is what you've been eating the whole time, by the way. It's just thicker bread. Yes. With less sauce. on it. That's all. Mm hmm. Oh, I'm talking about, are you talking about pizza or bread? Pizza. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. Great point. It's just pizza with less cheese and sauce. Hopefully that changes some people's minds that are listening to this and we're like, oh, I didn't know that. That's just such a savage move. Like people who put a plate down with like three pieces of crust and then they just throw it in the garbage. (laughs) Right? 
Yeah. I just I've, don't get it. I've seen it done. I, I don't question it because I don't want problems, but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's suspect to say the least. The best is if when I you didn't get a- already know that person and like I met them at the party, right? And I didn't know them already and I saw that's how they ate. I, I, would, I would have no interest in moving further <laughs> and developing a relationship. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. You, you say less. Like I've seen enough. I think it's pretty good when Papa John's does the, um, they do the, they put it right in the corner of the pizza box where they give you like the garlic, garlic butter. sauce. The yeah. Butter, so yeah. like, not there's bad. no excuse not to eat the crust when you get Papa John's. Cause you can just I'm dip a, that shit in there. I'm a big Papa John's fan. That's yeah. my favorite commercial pizza. I think. You don't like Papa Gino's, right? I do. I like Papa Ugh. John's better. Well, Papa right. John's is a national chain. I still consider Papa Gino's somewhat local. That's a New England chain. I mean, like Pizza Hut, Dom, the big three: Pizza Hut, yeah. Domino's, and Papa John's. I, I think it's 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 Papa John's, and then the other guys are a distant second and third. I, I would still say that like Pizza Hut is the distant third. That is stinky. That is so bad. And I, I swear to God, I swear that's different pizza than it was when I was like a kid. It's I don't even think that's real cheese. But did you enjoy Pizza Hut when you were a kid? I did. Yeah. It was it was a different product. I don't know if there's new ownership or something, but it's big downgrade. Maybe they're getting che- their cheese from chickens now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But so far back to the chicken debate, Parm's up there. Wings are up there. Are you nuggets or strips? Oh, strips. Strips. Why? Any reasoning? It's the same food. No, it's not actually. That's not true. It's definitely not. Like chicken strips are like more like crispy. Yeah. And they look more like real chicken. Yeah. Like when you, when you bite it and pull it apart, it actually looks like. I agree. You're like, oh, this is actual meat. Oh, this is legit. Yeah. Yeah. You remember chicken selects? At McDonald's? Yeah. Those were terrific. Those are very good product. Um, nuggets are fine. McNuggets are fine. But chicken selects were, were select. They were great. You've seen those videos it, of like uh, what a chicken nugget looks like before it's cooked, right? From McDonald's? Yeah. It's pretty funny. I still like them. I'll still eat quite a few of them. Oh, big fan. That is not going to change my mind. Nah. For anyone who hasn't seen the video... It looks like uh, ice cream coming out, coming out of like an ice cream machine, or just like, like yogurt. It looks or like some shit. it looks like you put a pig through a juicer. It's really <laughs> what it looks like, or like a pig through like a plate. Like remember, like Play-Doh had like that fake McDonald's toy. Yep, that's what it looked like. But that's actually what they're serving you. I have another one. Uh, I'll take a good room temperature McNugget all day too. Oh yeah, phenomenal. Because usually when you get them, they are ripping. Like if you order McDonald's late night, like during non-rush hours, when they legit have to put a fresh batch in the fryer, those come out smoltering and you can't enjoy them. Those could like, power a car if you threw it in like your gas tank. You, you can tell before you even pick up the bag. Like when you're like within fingers distance of the bag, you know what, what to expect. Oh, yeah. And even the kids usually like, here you go. Good luck. Same with the fries. <laughs> That's why it's like a good car ride home. Let them chill. Now, if I order like a 20 piece McNugget, I'll probably eat like, if I eat like 10 right away, like though I'm looking more forward to the, the second half later. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a second half team when it comes to big nuggets. <laughs> you make adjustments. Unlike Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm a big second half, big second half guy on those nuggies. I, I don't like, I don't like how society makes you feel about being able to eat a 20 piece. Cause that's nothing. That's a serving size. Yeah. Like, Anyone can easily that do that. I'm done but with that too. The, the number is just like the number gives off a bad vibe, but yeah, I guess I, I've always said this. Like I can, there's, there's rarely like if I'm eating a food, I like, especially something that's easily bingeable like that, like McDonald's or pizza or Probably ice cream. Yeah. Right. Um, I've n- I've never like stopped eating because well a couple things I've never stopped eating because like if I literally eat another bite I'm going to like explode I've never been there and B it's never been like uh, like okay like I've met I've met my nutritional requirement like that feeling of hunger is gone like mm-hmm. I've I've met the bare minimum that's literally never happened I just stopped eating because A like I I eat to a point what's socially acceptable 
And B, it's like, okay, I, I know I shouldn't be eating more. So I, I eventually just stop. But if I was like a competitor, like if I, if I had no reason not to eat, I, I could, I could eat a hundred nuggets, I think in like an afternoon easily. Yeah. Not, not even kidding. Like easily. I, cause I could eat, you eat a 20 piece. So you just have to eat four more. I could, I could easily do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. Cause I'll probably die. <laughs> if I was a kid, I, I could do that. Yeah. I, if I was a kid, I would love to try one of those, um, like restaurant eating contests, <sighs> buddy that's yeah i would like that's to the do dream that. i always you, you see them on like facebook and twitter all the time it's like all right like tag five friends so you would take this down within a challenge and it's like 10 burgers two large fries and like 50 nuggets and it's like i i could i could eat that in mm-hmm. an hour and i'm not even kidding <laughs> what do um, i need the friends for where do i sign up take a <laughs> if picture. i don't bring any friends can i get five more <laughs> Yeah. Um, what else did I have on this topic? Do you like, yeah, you put a couple interesting ones down here that I didn't think of. You put chicken pot pie and chicken noodle soup. Chicken pot pie is quite good, but oh. that's another one. That's like, that is sneaky, like filling big time. That, when I that come... hits you big time. And chicken is probably the small, like the least important ingredient in the dish. Yeah. It's literally a pie of gravy, <laughs> like what gravy, veggies chicken carrots and and just just generic crust (laughs) it's like maybe 10 to 20 cubes of grilled chicken in the middle yeah but it is fire a good chicken pot pie is nice i think people would would eat that just as much if it was just gravy in there just a pocket of gravy sometimes i can't even tell (laughs) it's like a gravy calzone it's pretty much what it is <laughs> you remember that office? I think it's a cold open to the office when Michael Scott eats the chicken pot pie for lunch. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's so good. It's probably one of the later seasons you haven't seen yet. But it basically cut to Jim. He's like, well, it's it's cut to Michael in his office, just like moaning in his chair, <laughs> or either like asleep. And Jim's like, Yeah, so Michael had chicken pot pie for lunch today. But let me let me rephrase that. Michael um had an entire chicken pot pie today. Oh, wait, one more time. Michael ate an entire family-sized chicken pot pie for lunch today. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But that is, that is a good meal. Very good meal. And then I'm just a, I'm just a fan. If I'm going a little cleaner, I, I do like just grilled chicken. I think it's outstanding. A nice mm-hmm. cooked, juicy grilled chicken or rotisserie chicken with the skin. Big fan of like Market Basket and Hannaford like rotisserie chickens. They're an absolute, they're like four bucks. And they're, yep. I, I can house those. That's a serving size. I can eat those myself. I think for me, like the chicken pot pie, I always think of specific situations where like either I crave it or it's kind of a comfort food. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always said there's nothing better than uh, coming home from like Sunday mass and someone sure. just plops a, a huge, yeah, a family mm-hmm. size chicken pot pie right in front of you. Yeah. The reverend comes by with individual chicken pot pies. <laughs> or, Body uh, of Christ and chicken pot pie. <laughs> or uh, like... You don't go fishing as much with me anymore these days. But nah, can't, man. You come home from like a, you come home empty handed, nothing, mm. nothing to show for the day's Struck work. Yep. Yeah. You sit down and there's just a, a steamy pie in front of your face. I feel like you have to eat a chicken pot pie steaming on like a TV tray, like in your oh, living yeah. room. That's the serving environment for chicken pot pie. I can't even picture someone eating that at a dinner table. No. Those are also one of the rare foods where they are impossible to appropriately heat, like in a microwave. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I, there's a few good ones there. Pasta is tough. Like, a, a deep thing of pasta is impossible to heat appropriately. Yep. And it's so frustrating, dude, because you'll take it out. It'll be literally steaming uh, with steam. And then you take a bite, and the bottom layer is somehow, like, ice cold. And I just throw my fork up and in disgust chili is like that too i just had leftover chili tonight um it's it's impossible it's 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 impossible to cook lasagna is like that chicken pot pie is like that too you'll you'll kill yourself on the top layer and and freeze yourself on the bottom are you still eating chicken pot pie through a straw or no spoon ah yeah pot pie to go Chicken pot pie smoothies. Dude, imagine someone sitting down to a table. 
Imagine someone just like sitting over their pot pie with a straw. <laughs> or like instead of a punch bowl, there's a community chicken pot <laughs> into red solo cups. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'd go to that party. In yeah. a a chicken pot wants pie to party. That. Yes. Chicken pot me. party. <laughs> um, all right. So I'm glad we got those out there. If we miss any, let us know. Um, there's tons of way to consume this meal and each one is a home run. I'm going to skip to this just so we don't forget it. So mm -hmm. there's been a number of news stories that have come out, obviously. Um, but again, when you don't do a daily show, it's hard to hit on them all. You know, we have enough to talk about sports and when we have guests on, we want to pay them the appropriate respect. You sent me this story, which I thought was pretty inter entertaining and interesting. I'm going to pull it up from a while story. ago. It was from January. Oh, it was from January 16th from your birthday. We never addressed that either. January is a big birthday month for this show. Um, so happy belated to you. Your birthday was a week ago. Mine's happy tomorrow. early to you. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, my mother's, my brother's, my sister, my cousin, my grandmother. A lot of birthdays in January in my household. Are there any additional family members um, that you oh, have Ellie, that, that share the birthday. same birthday with me? Just my mother and my brother. That's it. That is so... Just those two. That is insane for the listeners, I think. It's strange. It's strange. And that was their birthday before I met you too, which is like the craziest part. Yeah. And I was trying my damnedest to not have that be my birthday. Mm -hmm. If you ask my mother. I have, and she concurs. But this was from, oh God, you know what tomorrow is? I just thought of that. That's why I well, said uh, we're one episode. I'll give you, I'll give you like 10 minutes after. <laughs> This is a great article. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to read the headline first. This is from last week. It's from Beaverton, Oregon. So out, out, out west. We have a lot of Pacific Coast listeners. Shout out Nike. Yep. Local news. Here's the headline. Man steals car with boy inside. Comes back to return child and scold mom. Beaverton police said the thief reportedly ordered the woman to get the child out of the car before driving off again. I'm just going to read the article real quick. Yeah, it probably takes 30 to 45 seconds just to paint a picture here. I'm going to yeah. read it verbatim. So it's not my opinion. These are just the facts. January 16th, 2001, Beaverton, Oregon. Beaverton police say a man stole a woman's car with her young son inside, then quickly turned around, returned the child to his mother and scolded her for leaving him in there. It happened just after 9 a.m. Saturday outside Basics Meat Market in the 11900 block of Southwest Canyon Road. The woman told police she had left her four-year-old son in her silver Honda Pilot with the engine running to do some quick shopping at the store. A store employee was the first to notice the thief backing out in the woman's car. The woman rushed outside, watched as he drove away, then turned into a nearby parking lot and came back. The, <laughs> the thief criticized the woman for leaving her son in the car, police said. He ordered her to get her son out of the car. I'm going to emphasize that. He ordered her to get her son out of the car, then drove off again. The boy was unhurt. A Beaverton police spokesman defended the mom, saying the store was surrounded by glass windows, allowing her to keep an eye on her child. The car thief is described as a white male in his 20s or 30s with dark brown braided hair. I'm going to read the description one more time. The car thief is described as a white male in his 20s or 30s with dark brown braided hair. This is where it gets important. Anyone with information about him is asked to contact the Beaverton Police Department. Silver lining. The stolen Honda Pilot was recovered in Portland Saturday night. What a story. <laughs> Was that national news? <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. That could have been farther away from like, local. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a couple quick, quick thoughts. Go ahead. One of the funnier parts is towards the beginning where he says, where is it here? Uh, do, 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 do. Hold on, please. Here it is. Store employee was the first to notice. The mom rushed outside and watched the thief as he drove away turned into a nearby parking lot and came back. <laughs> so I can picture a car 
casually pulling out. Nice, safe three-point turn. Pulls out, puts his left blinker on, pulls out, immediately pulls into another parking lot on the other side of the street, pulls the U-turn, <laughs> slowly drives back to the original parking lot, and just kicks the kid out of the car. A few harsh words for the mother. Hey, you know, come on. What are you, you doing? Leaving. You shouldn't be leaving your kids in here. Take them in. Come on. It's, I'm not a parenting expert, but come on. You know, take your kid. <laughs> and then pulls off with the car. He stole the car twice. Now, if you don't mind watching your kid, I got to get the fuck out of here. The way they explain it is great. The headline is phenomenal. Man steals car with boy inside. Comes back to return the child and scold the mother. So it's like, it balanced. He did a really good thing. He did a really bad thing. Followed up with a really good thing. And then the bad thing. He's a car thief. He's not a kidnapper. (laughs) He... He did two bad he contemplated things, sandwiched it, around one good thing. He must have contemplated it. He went in there thinking he was stealing a car, and then he's like, shit, I can continue this as a kidnapping, <laughs> or I can return the child and just go back to plan A. I think he made the right choice. Do you think it was more from a moral standpoint where he was like, I don't want to steal a kid, or it was more no. from a legal standpoint where it was like, I don't want to get punished for stealing a kid? Pure logistics, too. Stealing a car is one thing. Stealing a car while having to care for a kid is like a, a movie. It's like a 90s movie. I had a oh, 90s movie written all over it. That's your I... kid now. What are you going to do with him? <laughs> the thing is, January 16th was a Saturday. And yeah. so at the end of the story, the, the car was recovered in Portland Saturday night. Mm. So what did he do? He had to go like, I don't know, run some errands and then he dropped the car off. I, I think leaving, was the point of this? People who leave their keys in their car while the car is running has always been insane to me. Yes. Do you agree? Uh, That's crazy. Your car could be stolen at any time. Yeah, I agree. I, technically, this is true. Like, isn't that the... <laughs> have you ever locked yourself out of your car? I don't know. Big time. You have? Multiple times. Yeah. What would you do? Call like AAA? Oh, well, sorry. My parents. Yeah. I was a kid. Oh. I, lo- I locked my keys in the car while it was running one time. Ooh. Yeah. Hold on. It lets you. I think I had like auto lock or something. And I don't think I, th- I thought I thought I turned it off or something maybe. And I went to get out and do something and then came back and it was locked. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I noticed like the muffler was putting out some exhaust. And I was like, oh, this really sucks because my car is running right now. <laughs> so that wasn't great. But I didn't kidnap anyone. Not that time. Do you think that there was any sort of uh, I, like not confrontation, but do you think there was any sort of like gratitude from the mom when he came back with the kid where she was like, I would hope oh, my so. God, thank you so much. I would hope so. Please have my please take the car. No, I don't think she said that, but I think I think <laughs> looking back, it could have been worse. Yeah. I like Honda Pilot. I think it's a pretty good mid-sized family car. You can buy another Honda Pilot. Mm-hmm. We 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 know we can connect you with someone who can sell you a Honda Pilot. At a I guess you could you could buy a new kid too, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um people forget I, that. I think I just talked myself into it. I don't know. <laughs> I just really wanted uh, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. I I just think it would have been great if somehow that conversation was recorded. It'd be great. I'd like to see the scolding because I picture it like, hey, like, come on, you shouldn't leave your kid in the car unattended. All right. Yeah. Come on. You're better than that. Close (laughs) the door. Just gives her a pat on the butt again. Come on. Get him next time. But well, you read the article. To the mom's defense, there was glass windows. She could see into the car. She knew what was happening. She she took on that risk. You lock your you leave your keys in the car with your kid. You take on that risk. You play with fire. You might get burned. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, nowhere does it say. I mean, it doesn't say that it was this guy, but it doesn't say that it wasn't Chris Nagel. He doesn't fit the description. Uh, he doesn't have braided hair. Actually. 
The description is maybe the best part of the story. <laughs> a white 20, not 20 to 30, 20 or 30 year old man with dark brown braided hair. Actually, That's- there's only one guy who fits this description now that I think about it. Leahy. <laughs> okay, two. Two guys. Uh, Alex Caruso from the bubble last year. Yeah, but he has an alibi. He was in the bubble this past Saturday. <laughs> That's true. Wait, he didn't have know. braided hair in the bubble, didn't he? Or maybe it was like an old picture of him surfaced. Alex Caruso is bald. There was... Uh... Right? Or am I just thinking of like a Photoshop? No, he's definitely bald. So it was either mm-hmm. a Photoshop or an old picture of him came out where he had braided hair. I see it. I don't know. The only other guy is Steph Curry. And he is on the West oh, Coast. Boy, he looks stupid with braids. Not a good Terrible. look. Terrible. Let's address this. I saw this going around there. Leahy will like this. You don't like those We Believe Warriors jerseys? Um, Like the Jason okay. Richardson era? Oh, dude, those are. I like those a lot. I think they're the best Warriors jerseys. Part of the reason I don't like them is because they didn't make them glossy like they made the original ones. And then mm. like the original ones, obviously I know that they're like trying to sell it, but the original ones mm-hmm. just said warriors. So it looks weird to throw like we believe. Oh, oh, wait, maybe I don't know what you're talking about then. Are these jerseys they wore recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about then. I thought you just meant like that color scheme from like that era, like that team. Oh, it no, it's so it's their like city or whatever alternate. Don't they say right Oakland? Now. When they wore them a couple days ago, it says we believe on them. Oh boy, no. Though that I haven't seen them, but those suck. <laughs> I thought you meant like the Jason Richardson, like um I don't know who the fuck else was on that team. But okay, even so like it is Steph that color scheme. when he was drafted. It is yeah, that I, color scheme. I like that, but I don't but like they, we believe. Yeah, they they put we believe instead of the city, and then they they mm. didn't make them glossy. So they, mm. it's like, why wouldn't you just do the original thing instead of fucking it up? Um, what are you gonna do? Hold on one second. I do want to see if Alex Caruso had braids. When? Oh, when he was damn in middle it. school. Um, <laughs> I think it was a Photoshop. I would assume so. All right. I'll let you I'll let you close this out. I know you had some closing thoughts. I'll give you the floor. You want me to take things to Cleveland? Do whatever you want. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about tomorrow. What is tomorrow? Oh, yes. No, no. We'll save the Cleveland thing for another one. Um, yes. As I said earlier in, in this episode, when we said it was episode 80, that is one episode away from 81. Ironic. 81 points is how many, you know, that's how many Kobe scored sure. about 15 years ago. It was 06, January yep. of 06. It was the anniversary the other day. Yep. And then tomorrow is the anniversary of what obviously is a pretty sad day. Uh, My birthday. Yeah. And your birthday. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. It, I didn't it, even think it of that. It is a very sad day. I'd like to keep it that way, but I know we're not. No, <laughs> no, that is. I am I am not taking this one where you think I'm going to take it. I just okay. want to leave it at that. Next episode is going to be 81. If that I is have things kind of say, ironic. Yeah, it is very ironic. Mm. Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette. I think we should finish there. That's all you wanted circle. to say? You Are you trying to get me to say the thing I said in the text? You can say whatever you want. <laughs> all right, fine. Is, is what you want to say with like a five to ten minute thing? Yes. Okay. I'll make it quick. Say it. Okay, I think celebrity death culture is a little a little overboard. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan Bollier is not going to want to listen to this part. Oh, boy. Go what ahead. Saying, Explain yourself. Because I think I know what you mean. Yeah. It, this isn't like me talking bad about dead people. It's, it's basically like this is the same thing that we've been saying about Kobe, which is People really blow it out of proportion and will take any opportunity to mention that just because they know it gets them the clicks or the attention. And there's uh, no one to defend it. Yeah. There's no one to be like, there's no one to call you out for it. Cause then they look like the dick like me. <laughs> well, I mean like Kobe can't call you out on it. Oh, like the dead person can't, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. You can make up like, or exaggerate stories about your experiences with them, which yep. people probably have. 
But yeah, between Kobe was the big one, but also we've had some recent ones. Hank Aaron, um, Larry King. I think what I don't like is, and another shout out to a listener and a friend, uh, Ethan Holman, one of my friends. Um, We talked about this recently, which is that it's not that it's not sad. It's just like when people write that it's tragic or it's not tragic. Hank Aaron and Larry (laughs) King are not tragic deaths. There's zero tragedy involved in both. Ruth Ginsburg was not a tragic death. No, Kobe Bryant. That that's an insult to Kobe Bryant's. Kobe Bryant's death was a tragedy. Mm -hmm. It was an accident. It was a freak occurrence. Mm -hmm. And that's that old people die. And the other thing on top of that is people aren't going to want to hear this. The calendar year has nothing, no correlation whatsoever with people dying. Yes. I think a lot of celebrities happen to die in 2020. It could have happened any other year. Mm -hmm. Regis could have died any other year. Alex Trebek could have died. It's sad because these are household names that we grow to know. But I want to make sure I say this the right way. It's like Regis dying was very sad nationwide because he's a household name that people across the nation know. I would argue my neighbor across the street, if his wife or his dad died or something, he, that would be a lot more sad in a much smaller pool. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, these things are very sad, but, but it's like p- humans, humans die whether you're a celebrity or not and especially old people like larry king and uh who's the other one you said hank aaron hank aaron, hank aaron was like what 86 yeah 84 that's very old that's a very larry that's a very impressive life 90s. i'm gonna be perfectly honest i kind of thought he was already dead prior many <laughs> prior people to the said other day. that online i saw <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, I know what you mean but it's like you know the kobe thing for about and I've said that we both said this on air that day when he died, I remember it. Like this is, I honest to God, remember it like, like nine 11. Like I remember where I was, I remember what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to remember it. Like I still remember nine 11 today much more vividly than I assume I'm going to remember Kobe Bryant dying 20 years from now, but still that was like a, a absolute shocker. That was a tragedy. Um, and it was okay to not celebrate it, but you know, it was talked about. It was a news story for a while. It was sad to see people like Shaq and people who worked with him go on and talk and break down. And that's understandable. But it's like, eventually, I think what we came to agreement was eventually, it's like, there's a difference between honoring him and like letting, being respectful to him and his family and like letting him rest in peace. And I cancel me if you want. Kobe Bryant and his family really didn't have much to do with the Lakers winning the championship this year. It's okay if that's like an internal motivation for whatever reason, for maybe the two people on the Lakers who actually know who he is. Um, but eventually it's like, okay, like let's, let's tone it down a little bit. Cause it's not, it's not like respectful anymore. Now it's just like, you're clearly doing this for clout. <laughs> and that's what kind of really bothered me. <laughs> it still is does. the tackiest it's still thing. happening. Yeah. yeah. KB 24. Oh, R.I.P. Mamba. I but yeah, that 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 was pretty much it. I think it's just like a little. I think old, I know old. what you mean, though, as far as like celebrity death culture. It's like, yeah, it's sad. It, it's sad. Like I said, it's sad because a lot of these people are a big part of people's life. Mm. Like I'll, I'll lean. I'm trying to think. Like Alex Trebek was a big one because there's pe- like you grow up with Alex Trebek. Um, Regis, I guess the same. I mean, everyone. I'm not like not disrespect to other people who died last year who wouldn't mention, but it's like. 2020 a lot of people died for for a lot of different reasons um but yeah i don't know tomorrow will be interesting i don't know there's still going to be trolls on twitter who are like and that's the other side of it too i'm in no way like the other side is just as worse when celebrities die in the second later oh well i guess we all of a sudden forget what happened in colorado and like this this and that and it's like dude this is not the fucking time (laughs) like that's not what's important right now it's almost like the tiger woods documentary not that he's dead but it's like, why is that coming out right now? Like, why do we need to talk about, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like the Tiger mm-hmm. Woods on each, I haven't even seen it yet, but I've read enough about what they focus on. It's like, we can't just enjoy this guy play golf. Like, what are we doing? If you're a Tiger Woods fan, which we both are, I would much rather prefer a true, like last dance type of documentary where it focused like more on the court. Like last dance, it got a bunch of stuff like, oh, people aren't going to like Mike when this came out. I didn't see that at all. 
I liked Mike mm. 10 times more after the last dance. Yeah. So. I was like, oh, he's a huge asshole. Sign me up. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in that a huge asshole. Big time. But yeah, I don't know. I understand what you're saying. <clears throat> well, there is one I'm never going to side with you on, which, which you know damn well what it is. <laughs> and so do some of our loyal listeners. Yes. I think we're due back on Let Freedom Ring shortly. Um, I think I it's think in the negotiations. Too. I think there's a lot we need to hash out. And I hope we can come to an agreement. We're all adults. Sometimes you say things in the heat of the moment that you don't mean. Don't know if Sometimes that's the case you or not with you. Them. Boy. Uh, and I'm just stuck here in the middle. So <laughs> I guess that's that. So when you listen to this, either tonight or tomorrow, it'll be the one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. I think it's a good time to look back and, and appreciate what he did in basketball and in life. And outside of that, I really don't know why you would go much further outside of that. And we have Rob Palenka coming on the show in a couple of weeks. We'll talk to him about it. That's an mm-hmm. all-time weird-looking guy. He literally looks like a action figure. He looks like Rob Lowe to me. Who looks like an action figure? Yes, <laughs> Rob Lowe, <laughs> NFL fan, big NFL fan, loves the game. <laughs> the Shield. Do not make him choose a team. He won't do it. Do not. <laughs> He literally goes to games and just watches the football. Like he just, <laughs> he just fixates on the ball and just likes good play. Yeah. He cheers for every play. Oh, I have a quick, a, qu- a quick one, five minutes or less. All right. I, I discovered something recently over the last couple of weeks. Mm, I probiotics? Did, I, nope. Nope. I've had that for a while. I don't like Travis Kelsey at all. Do you like Travis <laughs> Kelsey? Oh, um, I hate him. No. I hate him. I think he's up there. He's 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 very good. He's great. He is so goddamn annoying. Very. He is just not someone I see myself ever liking. I think I'm used to Gronk. It's like I I, I think Gronk's better. I like Gronk a lot. He's Gronk's di- like Gronk. You can say is like oh this guy's kind of an asshole, kind of corny, blah blah blah. Travis Kelsey's just such a hard. He's a hardo actually. I think mm-hmm. is what it is. Big time. Yeah, he he's a hard and I think Gronk is more just like goofy, he's goofy shithead. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also an a absolute beast. meat stick. But like, I don't know. I don't. I don't see how someone could like. I like really meat dislike sticks. him. Yes, that's a segue to our next episode. Let's talk. If you're still listening to this, we were going to talk about athletes and commercials and endorsements. Macho Man on Slim Jims is an all-time one. That's one of my favorites. Ooh, I yeah. bought Slim Jims because Macho Man was endorsing them. <laughs> no other reason haven't had one since he died that might be the only product where that like direct science or marketing like strategy has worked follow the science anthony fauci <laughs> <laughs> all right um that's it for today we'll see you guys next time peace, peace.